You're listening to Campus Review Radio. It has been 10 years since the global financial crisis, but for new university graduates, its aftershocks still linger. This is encapsulated in a new Grattan Institute report. I spoke to Grattan Higher Education Fellow Itama Chirastitam about the findings. I was first interested in knowing why the Grattan Institute was particularly interested in highlighting graduate outcomes because this report covers higher education as a whole. Can you talk a bit about that? Yeah, of course. Um, so I guess the, the first reason is because the, the, the topic is of interest for the general public, not just the sector, even though you know we also want to appeal to the sector as well. But I think just the whole idea of graduate outcomes um, has been discussed quite quite a lot in in the media, and you know, for many prospective students, parents, and you know, current students, they're all interested in how much or how what kind of benefits they are going to receive. And you know, this kind of been pushed further, I guess, by the the effect of the GSC as well as the demand driven. You know, means that we have many more graduates than otherwise. And another thing is also we found quite interesting results from it and we thought it would be a good good um it would be good to highlight that. About those results, what were some of the particularly interesting or surprising ones? Yeah, so there's a few. Um so the first one is that we found that the graduate premium, which is the marginal benefit of going to university compared to um year twelve school leavers, is actually falling for both men and women. Um for for young women it's about their their premium is actually falling by about eight percent between two thousand six and two thousand sixteen. And um for, for men the drop was actually slightly smaller at about um, the story is slightly complex in this case because you have men and, and women getting quite stark, like different results. Um, for men, the main cause of their, um, their deterioration in their earnings um, is because of their, um, their chance of actually getting a full-time job. So they're less likely to be in a full-time job. And they're also less, less likely to be in a job that requires uh, their qualification. Um, we saw an increase in the proportion of them in sales and services jobs, which generally do not require a, a degree. Um, for women, um, it's actually quite a complex story because the earnings for female um, graduates, the earnings have actually gone up. Um, but the reason the premium has gone down is because the earnings for female school leavers has gone up even more. And because the premium is essentially the difference between the two, you have a kind of the premium narrowing during the, the period of 2006 and 2016. Um, of course, we were we were wondering why earnings for women has gone up, but earnings for men has essentially gone the other way. Um, and so, what we looked into was, you know, what's the cause of that? And what we found is that women increased their participation in the workforce during that period. Um, and the main driver of that is actually women with children. Who are more likely to be in on maternity leave rather than leaving the workforce. And the benefit of that is that we know that women who go on maternity leave are much more likely to return to work 
and also work full-time than those who quit the workforce in the first place. And as a result, we are, that's why we're seeing you know, earnings increase during that period. So another interesting um, thing that we found is that there are some disciplines that did particularly well even during the GFC and the end of the mining boom. Um, these are nursing and education. Um, for male graduates, uh, these are essentially the, the three disciplines that have earnings growth during that period. Um, these, and this includes medicine as well. So that's nursing, education and medicine. Um, for the other disciplines, um, they experience either kind of a deterioration in earnings or a flat kind of there's no, no growth in their earnings at all during the 10 years. Um, the worst ones, so science and commerce, are deteriorated the most during that period. So the earnings actually dropped by about 6 and 7% for science and, and commerce during that period. Um, we look into why, you know, what, what's the cause of this, and the main reason is because um, they're much less likely to be in a job that requires that qualification. So a smaller proportion of them were actually in professional jobs, and a larger proportion of them are in sales and services jobs during that period. Um, and the deterioration in science was, was really quite stark between 2011 and 2016. Just on those health graduate findings we know that enrollments in those fields have uh, been among the most popular in the last perhaps couple of years certainly the last year so yeah. do you think that could change with you know increasing amounts of graduates in those fields yeah so um so nursing has has been popular and, and I think it will continue to be popular in terms of enrollment as well as you know um, in the workforce because we have an aging population which means that nurses are always are going to be in demand and more and more likely to be so um, and we're seeing even the last year of, um, of, of enrollment so like you know nursing still grew quite a bit um, unlike commerce which has kind of gone down slightly. And about the findings for the other fields, uh, yeah. do you think that because this seems to be s still a trend c created by the GFC in 2008, will it continue for quite some time into the future? I guess it's, it's more of a cohort effect, isn't it? Like, you know, we see it as, you know, of those who graduated um, during the GFC, so between essentially 2008 to um, the end of the mining boom, 2015, um, we expect the deterioration to stay with them, but of graduates who are entering the labour market in the near future that are coming out, um, we expect them to have a, a better outcome than those in the previous cohort. Um, not to say that it's um, it's going to be as good as you know in the in the early 2000s where the economy was was doing really well, but certainly we think that their outcomes so that the graduates that are coming out in the near future, so in the next couple of years, we expect their outcomes to be better than the, um, the, the, the previous cohort. I know the report is simply reflecting data, but uh, do you have any opinions on what various stakeholders in higher education can take from this data? Yeah, I think I think in terms of, like, you know, the first thing is students, right? So 
for prospective students. I think, you know, for for the majority of them, it's still worth going to university. Um, the premium is still relatively large, even though it is falling. Um, it, it's still, you know, the majority of them are still going to get a, a full-time job and they're still going to get um, a professional and managerial job eventually. Um, and but also another thing is um, choosing the right discipline is also a key factor as well. Um, we see um, another evidence of science graduates not doing too well, and the deterioration between 2011 and 2016 um, was actually quite concerning in terms of the proportion of graduates actually not getting a job that requires their degree. So. And on the other hand, you have things like nursing education did particularly well during the GSC, partly because, you know, you have the enterprise bargaining and all these contracts and most of them are employed by um, the government, which usually are better insulated during the downturn than other than another sector, than a private sector. Um, but having said that, given the fact that, you know, we have an aging population, nurses are always are going to be in high demand for at least in the medium term. We would expect their career outcome to remain relatively um, relatively good. So choosing the right discipline is, is, is important. Another thing, I guess that the last thing is probably around science once again, is we know that the government likes to encourage um, more people, especially women, to do, um, to do STEM. Um, while there's nothing wrong with the idea, we need to kind of explain the differences within STEM because engineering, um, engineering students are doing relatively well. Um, but then if you have a look at science graduates, as I said, like they're not doing great at all. So um, we should not simply encourage more people going to STEM. If they want to do engineering, that's a good idea. In science, not so much. And if we are going to encourage more people to go in STEM or in, in into science, we need to work out whether there's jobs available for them to to um, to to work in that require their qualification. Because otherwise, they're essentially going to be working jobs that um, they could have done without degree. Okay. Well, thank you so much for explaining all that to me. You're welcome.